Hey everyone, it's Maribel Blue with a new Coaching Life Realities episode. And I'm going to read off my card, so pardon me if I'm looking down a little bit. It's early in the morning here for me. It's the afternoon for Andrew. We're going to have a very deep discussion, something that I've never dived into before, so I'm very, very excited about this topic. Before we get into it, I just want to say, in this channel, I talk about relationship issues, things of, of that nature that are relating to relationships and difficulties in relationships. But when we're talking about mental health, health awareness, I will invite Andrew because he is a licensed professional. And for me, that's very, very important because I've noticed a lot of people just come out of the side of their face talking about professional stuff without being a professional, without having the education. And without the education, how are we going to learn from one another? And this is the reason why we have Andrew on this show. And with all that being said, if you are new here, welcome to this channel. I already told you what we talk about. So I'm I'm not going to go through all that. And if you're not new, welcome. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit the like button and share with your friends. Now, I just want to make an introduction for Andrew. If you have not seen him before, he is on TikTok. He's on various social medias. But something happened recently that we must congratulate Andrew on. He started Caliper Wellness about last year, right? Yes, uh, August when we uh, started. It was strictly uh, tele uh, side practice. Yeah. Now he broke the ribbon recently. He has an actual office. And I will be putting all of that information below. But you see, this is is what happens when someone is dedicated to their craft, to their profession, and they go after their goals and dreams. So I just love it. Congratulations Thank to you, you and you. your family. Very Thank well deserved. This is just the beginning for so many things to come. Oh, I appreciate it so much. So today we are going to be talking about something that I've never dived into before. This is a first for me. And I had seen something on TikTok actually floored and disgusted me. I don't really understand what's going on in Florida. And that's not to just single out Florida. Andrew lives in Florida. He takes his profession very seriously and probably one of the people who will make a difference in that state with the things that you are doing. My thing is run away, like get out of there, you know, yeah. and you realize not everybody can do that. You can't just tell them run away from your home and go somewhere else where people are going to care about your needs and your mental health and your physical health. You need to have both. You can't have one or the other. When I sent him, I sent him a link about this thing that I had seen about a healthcare bill with doctors giving them the medical freedom, which is what I had read on DeSantis's website. That's yeah. what they're calling it, medical freedom for a doctor to deny healthcare just by looking at somebody. Yeah. And we know that this is targeting the LGBTQ community. I'm not exactly sure. Like, again, I don't live in that state. This is why we have you here. When you had mentioned that you wanted to talk about it on here, I was like, yeah. let's do it. We didn't waste any time. We literally had this conversation yesterday and I'm yeah. like, let's do it. I looked up some information about this and basically it says uh, Florida healthcare bill giving doctors rights to refuse treatment. What happened to the oath that the doctors take? That was the first thing that went 
went through my that, mind. Uh, a few years ago, I remember when I was uh, when I was an EMT, I remember something like this being suggested. And I remember the people I worked with were kind of gung-ho about it. You know, being in Florida, it's conservative. It's very religious. And I just remember saying to one of them, you put this, this uniform on, right? We had a we have a patch. We we treat everyone, right? And for me, I take I do I take it personally. I do. And maybe I shouldn't, uh, but I do. I got into this not for the money, but for the ability and the privilege to serve my community and to help people. Um, with that said, I don't care what you are, who you are, what you can walk into our physical practice at Caliper Wellness wearing a MAGA hat. If you need help, I'm going to help you. I am not there to judge you. My personal feelings get put aside when I put my my lab coat on. I don't wear a lab coat, but you know, for example, mm -hmm. I actually wear a cardigan sweater like Mr. Rogers. Um, when I put that on, my personal beliefs do go out the window. They get pushed aside because you're coming in needing help. And that's the whole point of what this whole industry and these professions are. We are here to serve. We are here to help. We are not here to discriminate. I'm a, a licensed uh, and ordained uh, minister for in Florida with the uh, Universal Life Church. I perform wedding ceremonies. Why? Because people who are getting married in a non-traditional way, whether it's male-female couples or male-male couples, female-female couples, they want to have that ability. And we should. It says our country is founded. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. You're not hurting anyone. So who cares what you're doing? And if some of the parts of the bill, I understand. You don't want to do gender-affirming surgery on, ch on children. I get it. Right. It should be. But that's anything. Like, if you're a plastic surgeon, you're not doing a nose job on a minor without that parent's consent. Right. Right? It's this the, is the same it's thing. the same way with a tattoo shop. You're not going to bring your five-year-old child saying, I want a little heart on them. That's illegal. Right. That's illegal. But it's like, you you do have to let parents parents, okay? They, they mm -hmm. just do. And I also, being in the, you know, in this end of the industry, I don't know of anyone who's doing those procedures on children, okay? So it's almost like, no, it's almost like in Florida, a few months ago, they were talking about, we all want gas stoves. The Democrats and liberals don't want gas stoves. It's Florida. There's only like 5% of new homes being built that are going to have gas stoves. No one's had gas stoves until now in the state. It's a non-issue. But then when you mm -hmm. go one step further and you say, well, this is now going to carry over to adults too. A patient, he, uh, he lives in New York. She, I'm sorry. She sees me for gender reassignment uh, hormone procedures, right? I, I just, it's just, I'm just prescribing medications. She said to me the other day, do I, I want to come home and visit my family because she, her, her parents live here. A am I safe? Should I be worried? And I'm just like, you have to always be cognizant and be mindful of your surroundings. No different than like what I tell my daughter. My daughter's lesbian. She's in a relationship with someone for a little over a year now. I tell them all the time when they go out, no matter where they're going, be mindful of your surroundings see who's around you and pay attention and always have your phone. Never be without your phone, okay? Right. At the very least, you can call 911, right? But this bill, this now goes one step further. This is now saying if you come in, if you're a trans or let's just say you look gay. There, listen, there are times in my life people said, I, I come off as homosexual. I don't care. I'm secure in my manhood. I don't care. My favorite color is pink. I'm wearing, today we're going out to a Melissa Etheridge concert for uh, a Mother's Day. I'm taking my wife mm -hmm. and with two two lesbian couples. I'm all decked out my black and pink because that this is how I dress, right? Do I right, really right. if I'm going, if someone at, who I don't know at a uh, uh, sees me at a concert and like, oh, you're at a Melissa at a concert, what the F? I don't, I don't care. Hell, I'm wearing my, I can curse, I can curse on this. 
Yes. <laughs> motherfucking custom. Oh my god, I love those. With the label, right? Like I take representation seriously for everybody. Okay, and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I fully support my uh, daughter and her her life. Uh, Means something to me. A few years ago, we went to the St. Pete Pride family picnic, and I wore a T-shirt that said. Uh, free dad hugs with the rainbow flag, you know, behind it. I cannot tell you how many young people came up to me and said, "Could I have a dad hug?" And then, yeah, I hugged them. We sat and talked to them for a few minutes, like a, a dad would, and they they would start crying. And they're like, "Well, I wish I was able to do this at home." And I'm like, "You always can because you could always just find me and talk to me." And here's my Instagram. Th mm -hmm. Some of those kids, I I'll talk to you once in a while, just check in and see how they're doing. But this this is now going a step further. If you happen to think that someone is a member of the LGBT community, they come into the emergency room with a broken arm or they were in a car accident. You're gonna refuse treatment? Right. And if you're doing hormonal care or if you're doing cosmetic surgery and gender reaffirming sur surgeries or reassignment surgeries rather, and now they made it where nurse practitioners like me can't do the hormone uh, uh, procedure aspect of it, only the doctors can. 80% of all patients are gonna lose their care. Whether the doctor wants to discriminate them or not, the state just made put an obstacle. So now you have fewer doctors who actually can provide this care and want to, they're going to be inundated. They're going to be inundated with, with uh, people. You're going to have people waiting. They're going to have people who have on these medications for years. Now not, uh, they're going to be losing their access. In the state of Florida, I now cannot, they've limited what I can do in treating people. I cannot, if you want to transition from male to female, I cannot prescribe you estrogen and spirolactin anymore as a nurse practitioner. Only a doctor can. Wow. The state that runs on freedom, right? That's the whole thing. This is a free state, free this, free that. No, it's not. It's not. It's only free if you are middle class or wealthy, white, and you go to church. That's it. Anyone else? And it's just, this is the start. Next, it'll be, it'll be skin color. At some point, this has to stop. And it has to stop now. We are in the year 2023. We are going, we're reverting. We're reverting back yeah. to dark time. And mm -hmm. what, these aren't people that you can say, well, you know, you look differently on people because they're in a different country and that's not a problem. They're a terrible country. These are Americans. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. are infringing the right of Americans. The same thing that these people who wave American flags claim they care about. This right. isn't some other country that we we don't really, we're not, so, you know, it's, oh, it's um, that you're removed from, that you see stuff on TV and it's not, you know, man, it, it doesn't really affect you. No, this, at some point it will. At some point they're going to knock on your door. And what are you going to do? Because yeah. you kowtowed all the way up to this point. You're going to wait until they come after you before you say something? No. We, mm -hmm. uh, have you ever seen the movie uh, uh, V for Vendetta? No. Oh, we, if, if anyone who, uh, uh, of your uh, audience knows that movie, that's where we're at right now. We're on the cusp of that movie happening where, where everyone is uptight. Everyone who's different is, is is someone to be feared, and that's not how I grew up. I did not. Right. I was not raised to dislike people because they're different. I was raised to talk to people because they are different and see what you can learn from them because they're different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And man, it's made such a difference in my life. The people who I am close with now, I never would have been close with in my life had I not learned those lessons. And I just don't get how how we can allow this. We are supposed to in this industry, in these professions. We are to do no harm and we are not, we are supposed to help. We are supposed to run towards those in need, not turn our backs. And that's what this law is allowing. It's allowing people who disagree with how other people live and it's allowing them to turn their back and they should be ashamed of themselves. There's no pride. There's no, nothing to be proud of in this. Right. This, 
This is is something to be ashamed of. It's horrible because I think to myself, this all is religious propaganda. Yeah. Where is the respect for other We are not a nation of respect. We are a nation of angry white people who are afraid of losing their place in the pecking order. So there is to it. That's what we've that's what we've become. We are not a country to be proud of or we are not a, a modern society to be proud of. We're not. And when I say that other countries are laughing at us, people refute that. And I'm like, just go on TikTok and look yeah. at what other countries are yeah. saying about the United States. There are countries that are not even very welcoming of American people. No. Like if I wanted to visit another country, I probably wouldn't even tell them that I was American because I don't want to wind up somewhere where I won't be able to ever come out. Yes. Granted that not all other countries are like that. You understand what no. I'm saying? Yeah, I totally. Because they do welcome Americans that they do mm-hmm. welcome the, the tourist factor. Because yeah. how does any other country not survive without the tourist factor of having other people this, this come state, visit? This state of Florida will not last very long it'll be it'll instantly become instantly become a poverty-stricken state without tourism and when you have disney looking at purchasing land in other states when you have other states presenting tourism deals to disney and i know disney with their leases on their property they they're not never going to leave florida but they could scale back mm-hmm. they don't have to expand if they start or if they open up a a magic kingdom in outside of charlotte north carolina that's gonna be great for north carolina that's going to be terrible right. for Florida. And that's uh, essentially, that's what you're going to be doing. When you have someone like me who provides a service, and now I just opened up a, a, a physical location. When you have me looking at a map of the United States of where I can practice independently and more openly and freely uh, via mm-hmm. telemedicine, is it worth having my Florida license? Is it worth having my Florida business? Is it worth paying the taxes as a right. business that I pay in Florida? No. I have, an, I have a New York LLC. We have a New York office. That I fly, I fly up to and see patients in twice a year because there's some stuff I have to see patients, you know, at least once a year for. Mm-hmm. I can of easily course. just keep doing that. I can do that with the other seven states I'm licensed in easily mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. never treat people in Florida and just work from work from right here in this space. But why? That makes me no better because that would mean I'm turning my back on the people in my community, regardless if they're yeah. deplorable people or, or not. Like I'm not mm-hmm. when I treat them, that's not for me to judge. I'm just mm-hmm. there to treat. I would, I would just see that as I would be no better. I was thinking when you just said deplorable people, I was saying to myself, Gee, I hope people understand what he means by that. Because, yeah, yeah. you know, people just take one word and they run with it and they start yeah. making things that you, that you're saying that you're not really saying. Yes. And I think that, you know, we should really clarify that because you are a professional. You are here to help people. And the things that you're saying, I tell people in different uh, different social medias when I'm responding, stay woke. You have to stay woke. This is yeah. not any place, any state where woke goes to die. No. Woke has so many different. And they don't even know what the word meaning. means. No, it's like. You, wait, when you say you're anti-woke, you mean you're pro-social injustice? You're <laughs> pro-systematic racism? But if you ask them, they'll right. say, yeah, they, pro- they will probably say yes. I don't know. I think personally for me, I don't know how people are comfortable with that type of hate. 
I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but for me, there's something psychologically wrong with you that you're okay yes. with hating people and thinking that you're superior in some form or so, another. And you know, this doesn't really, only go for white people. This also goes for people in other races where they feel like they shouldn't be this skin color. They should be something else. Who the member of, of the Proud Boys, he's Cuban. It's like, yeah. what's wrong with you? <laughs> I do. I, I do always get a kick out of when I see Latinos for Trump signs. Or, but you know, <laughs> as an, as someone who's uh, half uh, Italian American, uh, I'm always shocked when I hear the amount of racism that comes out of other Italians' mouths. Like we were discriminated against when we came here. My great grandfather yes. had a job at the long as a longshoreman in the longshoreman's union by not speaking. He was told by two black men who he knew from our neighborhood to not talk because if the Irish knew he was Italian, they wouldn't put him on. So the two black men told the worker, the other workers at the union that my great grandfather was Irish, but he was mute and didn't talk because he never would have got hired. These same people who the term mm. without papers, okay? Italians were called WAPs without papers was because they were immigrants. Mm -hmm. And they were mm -hmm. discriminated against. Now they have moved up and uh, and assimilated and uh, raised, went up to the upper echelon of society. They now want to look down in with disgust instead of saying like, "We remember what the hell it was like being down there." Okay, mm -hmm. we understand what Mexican people go through in this country because we were exploited as well, and we don't want that. And if there's anyone, anyone in the state, a state that I'm licensed in, who feels as though they cannot get the psychiatric care that they that they need just just get in touch with me and if i'm not licensed in the state i'm going to help you find someone in your state somebody that you know that will that take will the time out will. yes to help them yes so in the middle of doing my research i was writing some questions because it, it it made me think of an experience that i had i remember when i was living in new york city i was working I wanted to go back to therapy. I was doing it quite often. I had this one therapist. He was really super helpful. And then I stopped. When I wanted to go back, I was in a relationship. And I'm not going to get into the details of the relationship. I went into details with the therapist because I was looking specifically to talk to a woman therapist. And when I told her the situation... She said that she needed to think about it. And a few days later, she got back to me and said, because of the relationship that I'm in, she can't sit with me and deal with this type of relationship. Yes. And I was like, wow. <laughs> okay. I was taken aback because I never, ever heard anyone come off that way. And I'm like, was she right to do that? Was she wrong oh, definitely. to do that? Gonna, listen, if she's going to feel uncomfortable, that means you're going to suffer too then. So that's not fair to either of you. Mm -hmm. If she feels she cannot put her personal feelings aside, which again, you have to do in this, when you're serving people, you have to put, but if she feels that she cannot, then yeah, it's better to tell you now before you got, before you started wasting your time, because you would have ended up suffering. And why should you? Right. You're already suffering. You already know you need help. Mm -hmm. You need a therapist to help you deal with your therapist. Exactly. <laughs> I had a patient's mom. The patient was uh, 15, 16. And um, 
he was he was homosexual. I mean, he still is homosexual, but they're not my patient anymore. And the mom said to me, "Can't you fix that?" And I'm like, "There's no there's there's no fixing. There's no fixing that. There's no fixing it." She's like, "You don't you don't practice using Christian values." I was like, "I'm not Christian. Why would I employ Christian values?" I will treat your son for his anxiety and his depression and his gender dysmorphia that he's suffering from. But part of the reason he's suffering from anxiety, depression, and gender dysmorphia is because of his mother. Right. They uh, they didn't save my patient after that. I got fired as their as their provider, which is fine. I don't take. But that that's the problem. The these Christian values, they are not real values. Yeah. And if you're Christian watching this, I really don't care because <laughs> I uh, I was raised Catholic. There was something that happened. It, it was it was a series of things that happened, not just one thing. It was a series of things that happened that just made me think, like, why? Nobody can answer any real valid questions that I have. So why am I part of this? When I tell you right. that I was part of it, I was like in it. I was the first person up on Sunday in the morning, running the church, taking care of everything. I was very, very involved. Even Listen, as a, as a kid, my mom sent us to church because she didn't want to be bothered with us on a Sunday. She wanted to sleep. So she said, you got to go to church because she didn't want to hear us in the house. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't blame her. She worked three jobs. Of course, she, you know, she needed data, have quiet herself. I don't, I don't right. blame her. <laughs> It was like, yeah, it was a good way to get us out of the house for two and a half hours, you know. But for me, this whole Christian value, it's yeah. what's getting in the way of humanity. Just basic human yes. empathy. Yes. Why are you doing Which that? is a Christian value. Love for your fellow man. Acceptance of your fellow man. It's a Those are Christian values. Judge yet, judge not, yet ye be judged. It's in your book. Highlight it, read it, understand it. It's in your book. It's Christian value. But it's not real because it's causing chaos yes, for yes. other people. So it, it's not Christian values. It's it's white American values. But in most Americans' minds, Jesus Jesus would have voted for Trump. You know, someone who someone who mocked a handicapped person, someone who brags about sexually dominating others because he can because he's rich. Someone who's arrogant. That's that's American Jesus. American Jesus right. has an AK-47. <laughs> and his uh, shroud was an American flag. Like, I'm sure people in the Roman Empire said, God bless the Roman Empire. Okay? Uh, 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 British people. God save the queen. Right? Like, God's not really sitting. Well, let's just say, I, you know, my personal beliefs aside, let's just say there's uh, there's a God. God's not up there saying, "Oh yeah, 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 we gotta watch that queen. We gotta we gotta protect her." Yes, of course, of course. How could I not? I'm God. They're asking me. Hell, Ozzy Osbourne said at a concert, "God saved the queen." Okay, she was gonna fall off a cliff, but these people asked me nicely to please God save the queen. I'll save the queen. It doesn't mm -hmm. work that way. I'm mm -hmm. sure. I'm sure the Romans said the same thing. God shed his grace on the Roman Empire. I'm sure they've said. Obviously, they were wrong. So why would we, God bless America? If he was, he'd be like, you guys don't deserve it. And we would be probably living very differently in yeah. this day and age. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that many people know their history. They don't know anything about, and I'm talking about like history going back when the world was developing. 
we probably weren't speaking the way we're talking now. How many people still think the world's flat? These are the same Wait, Say people. that again? I said, how many people still think that the world is flat? <laughs> These are the same people, though. It's not like, if you look at the people who think the world's flat, these are the same people that think God is blessing America. These are the same people who want America to be run by Christian values and who still use those same those same Christian values to discriminate against others that now can say doctors, uh, uh, firefighters, paramedics, you can refuse, right? You have that right now. You have the freedom to say you're not serving the people you sworn to serve and protect. And then it just goes back to, again, the oath. Where is that oath? What is it called? The Hippocratic Oath. What happens to that? Does that become insignificant? Listen, I didn't take the Hippocratic Oath. That is only for physicians. But I feel it. I live it. I take my I take my responsibility that comes with the five letters after my name tremendously serious. And trem it's tremendously personal. It's my mission. It's not just I took a class for, for two years and I took a test and passed it. Those five letters are my mission. Psychiatric, mental health, nurse practitioner. It's my mission. How dare someone tell me that I shouldn't be treating people because they're different than me? How dare someone belittle that accomplishment of what those letters mean to me? How does a governor who doesn't understand the medical he industry, no, the no, psychiatric... He, he understands. He's not stupid. He's not. He's very smart, okay? He's very intelligent. He's prying on people's fears and weaknesses to gain more power. And it's going to spread around the country and he's going to run for president. And he has a damn good shot of getting in because there's a hell of a lot more people. But it's it's him. frightening to know yeah. that people are putting themselves in a position of power. This is yeah. not what this country no, it's not. was developed on. It's not developed for one person to run everyone. Because now right. you're talking about communism. Now you're talking about a dictatorship, you're talking about fascism, yes. How I, do we get away from that? What, what are people. the steps that we need to take? We need more people to be vocal. We need. Hey, listen, I... at times I'm a grouchy old man, right? I'm going to be 50. At times I am grouchy, okay? I, I shouldn't say at times. Nine, 99% of the time, I'm grouchy. I'm tired. I'm grouchy. And I have to, and I sometimes look at young people like Gen Z, and I'm just like, what the, what the hell is yeet? What is cap? Right? What is, what do these things mean? What is bet? What do these things mean? But I have to say, seeing the way these young people have stepped up in the last few months, I saw it when uh, the, uh, the TikTokers, uh, they took over Trump's rally where they started requesting tickets only for them to not show. And they thought that they thought that the place sold out 300 percent. Like they thought they had uh, like 3000 more people <laughs> coming. So they set up outside stages only because there's a bunch of TikTok kids saying, let's all request these tickets and no one show up okay, and embarrass them. I think that they're, they're doing great work. Uh, the sit ins that we've seen in uh, what was it in Tennessee? With the Tennessee Three mm -hmm. being ousted for speaking up, and the people who showed up, most of them young people, the uh, gun violence, uh, the anti-gun uh, violence demonstrations in state capitals, yes. including Florida, the anti-abortion bills protests uh, going on around the country. It's young people, mm -hmm. and that's what it's going to take. It's not. It's they're doing it right. They're out on the street. They're being peaceful. They're still going to get dragged through the mud in the media because the media is part of it. But we need more of them. We need, we need them to step up. We need them to go finish school, finish college, become lawyers, to become get involved, become politicians, so that this way their voice gets louder. If they don't move up and they stay on the street, 
that's fine. But it's not going to change. It only changes stuff to a point. Okay. Right. Because you have to understand, I guess, the laws, how they work, how bills are generated, what yeah. could be presented to Congress, you Senate. You have to be in the, to quote Hamilton, you have to be in the room where it happens. Mm -hmm. You could be outside shouting all you want, shouting loud. I get it. But if you're not whispering in the, or shouting, I should say, in the room where it happens, the voice gets lost. It just does. You're it right. Does. It does. It's like somebody screaming at a television. Yeah. What it's, are you doing? Like it's going like, nowhere. You're yeah. you're screaming for your for what? And Where listen, is I it put, going? I put I always put things in uh, 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 pop culture uh, terms, right? Spider Man does awesome work as the man on the street, right? Superman fights battles in outer space. You know what I mean? Who does more? You got to go where the battles are, and those battles are going to be won and lost in uh, uh, Senate hearing rooms and state assembly rooms, state capitals around the country. And in Washington D.C., they just will. So I think that you pretty much answered. But one of the one of the questions I put: Who is Ron DeSantis and other religious organizations feel as though they are authorized to decide medical care treatment? Do you agree the governor's lack of critical thinking will make more damage than good? Because for me, he you could be smart, but it doesn't mean you have critical thinking skills. Oh no! And again. And again, I think he, I think he does. I think he, he's playing, he's playing a con, he's playing a long con, he's playing a game, he's playing chess, he's playing three-dimensional chess. He's doing stuff here on the street level, on the state level that he knows is going to play to Middle America and it's going to get him to Washington. It has nothing to do with knowing medical. It has nothing to do with that. He was a teacher. He doesn't know anything about education. It has nothing to do with that. It has nothing to do with that. He's playing a long con. But that's very scary. It. In, in the whole spectrum, it's very scary. Like anybody who's going to be listening to this, I, I'm sitting here like thinking about it. I'm, I've been entertaining leaving the U.S. Oh, we've looked into it. I can, I can, I would have to say on an East Coast time schedule, I could still practice in the, you know, eight states or whatever, how many states I'm licensed in via telemedicine. Mm -hmm. And we can live in, we can live in Switzerland. We can live in uh, uh, Norway. We can live in Italy. They have packages for people to uh, be relocated where they will pay, you know, they will give you money to help get you set up so that you can live in another country. But I don't know if other countries are just are any worse. I mean, Italy is extremely conservative. The lady who just uh, uh, won her reelection for, for uh, I believe it's prime minister, she's ultra conservative. She was walking around saying mm -hmm. we need to reinstall uh, Italian men into power in this country. She's against tourism. She's against uh, minorities coming in and working. She... She was a female, she was an Italian Trump, and she got mm -hmm. in. So are other countries, are they as good? I don't know. It's the matter of doing research. Yeah. That's what it is. Where, you're gonna, where you feel you're going to be best served and best protected. Exactly. Personally, I would have no problem moving to Finland. My wife would hate it because she can't take the cold, but I would be fine. Work from <laughs> we can both work from home. It's not a big deal. I think the same way for myself, too, but it really is a matter of getting grounded here yeah. before going somewhere else. And yeah. who knows, you know, what animals I'm going to have left because that's, that's also another thing. thing to consider. We, we When we look into this, one, uh, I want to say it was Switzerland. Our dog had to be quarantined in a shelter for six months. I, I just can't. I mean... I, I hate being away from her for six hours. Uh, you know, uh, mm -hmm. she comes to the office during the day uh, because I just, when I come home for lunch, I walk her and I take her to the office with me because I'm just like, oh, I miss my dog. Right. I can't months. She, she, when we bring her to the groomer and leave her there, she feels abandoned. You know, she acts like she's being abandoned. She's never abandoned. She's never left anywhere. She's barely right. home, 
by herself because someone's always home. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. leaving her for six months somewhere, just I, w- I wouldn't be able to. Yeah, I, I would not be able to do that. And that's yeah. also other another thing to take under consideration. Yes. Yeah. I have to say that I'm not the only one who has thought this way. It, I no. talk to friends on the phone and they're like, they're thinking about it too. But again, it really does go back to, are you improving your life by yeah. doing that? Or staying and fighting the good fight? Yeah. And not running away and thinking, well, let somebody else deal with it. Because I feel a lot of the times that's what people do. That's what, yeah, that that would mean, you know, giving up altogether. I agree. And that's wrong. That's wrong, too. You being in the profession that you're in, when you're getting letters stating how you need to run your practice, personally for you, how does that make you feel? And then what changes you think should be implemented? realistic changes that need to happen so that you're not being told how to run your business. Are we doing that to corporations? Well, I do get told how to run my business according like by the uh, Florida or the state uh, uh, board board of nursing in each state. I do right. have right. hope that I have to operate within. But when laws start coming out, tell me what I can and can't do. Like I, in Florida, I can't work autonomously. I pay a physician to oversee what I do. And I'm very fortunate. That the physician that oversees me, he doesn't, he knows I'm not doing anything wrong. He lets, mm-hmm. gives me total freedom to operate the way I feel I want to operate within, with obviously within the letter of the law. But there are things that I do where it's like I root with root cause treatments of, of certain issues and mental health illnesses like obesity. I don't treat obesity. When you come to me with obesity, you know, depression due to obesity, I don't treat you with an SSRI. Because SSRI is going to make you gain weight. I go to the root cause and we attack your obesity and we work on weight loss and we work on nutrition and I give you nutritional therapy and I help you with meal plans. We have a nutritionist that works with us that sits and talks to you, goes over food. We do genetic testing to try mm-hmm. and see what diet you should be on, what foods you need to avoid. And I'm fortunate that the physician who oversees me lets me do the, lets me operate this way. I don't think a law should be in place telling me what I can and can't do more so when it tells me I have to turn people away. I don't do procedures in my office. I have testosterone patients that ask me to do uh, uh, testosterone pellet implants. I don't do them. It's not something it's just, but it's, it's what it's just because I don't feel comfortable doing it. I can do it. I'm trained to do it. And also there's an insurance thing, right? The insurance mm-hmm. to cover our practice and physical location and my malpractice insurance would have gone up about five or six times. It would have gone up from the thousand or whatever I paid to five or six thousand. I don't. I just. I don't want to pay that for that little bit. So I don't. I just don't do it. But I don't judge people when they come in like, "Oh, you want to suffer from pills? Get the hell out of here, you freak!" No. Why would I do that? It's just something I don't feel. I just don't feel comfortable slicing some uh, butt cheek on someone, peeling a layer of skin back, putting pellets in there, putting it in, gluing it set, shut. I just don't do. It. I don't like doing it. I can. Right. But it's not going to solve the problem for the long term. No, no. And I think that's the part that people don't understand. understand. Well, I think that this is not just going to resolve itself overnight. No, no. this is a long haul battle. It is. And I think once we win, it really is a matter of staying consistent. Yes. Like I I take this is a perfect example. Obama ran uh, and people came out in droves to go vote for him. Hillary uh, Clinton ran, people didn't come out. We needed that, and we needed we needed people m- more to come out for her. Mm-hmm. You know, Obama would have, losing to McCain, uh, if he would have lost, which never, I don't ever think would have happened, wouldn't have been so bad. McCain was a good man. 
but the people came out in the you know right. drove. we needed people to come out in those same droves and that same drive and that same determination for her because it set us on another path unfortunately yeah it made us backwards yeah we we definitely we took it with the progress that we made with o obama becoming president he was a good man Mm -hmm. He did things I didn't agree, a lot of things I didn't agree with, but I still voted for him twice. He wasn't perfect, but he had the qualities that you wanted. Closing up, is, is there anything additional you want to add? Anything that we should be made aware of? Be mindful of your surroundings when you're out, always. Be mindful of your providers. Don't be afraid to look up your providers on Facebook, okay, and see what mm -hmm. they post about. Don't be afraid to, okay? It's not stalkerish. Don't send them the friend request. But look and see what they post, okay? Get a feel for who they are as a human being because right. that will tell you who they are as a provider. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to enter into a treatment, a provider-patient relationship with someone whose interests or thoughts are not going to align. Because I don't mean they have to agree with you on everything, but they should have qualities that you find to be admirable. And that, that, to me, that's important. Agree, agree. Well, Andrew, once again, you knocked it out of the park. Oh, thank you. I can't wait to have you back because I know there was another topic that we wanted to talk about. Oh, I remember now what it is. I don't want to say what it is out loud because okay. I don't want to give it away. But you, you touched on it a little bit here on this episode. So we definitely have to coordinate another day for that. Yeah. And of course, I will be leaving all of that information for Andrew and Caliber Wellness. Again, thank you, Andrew. No, thank you for having me. And we'll be back with more Coaching Life Realities. As always, remember, be good to yourself, be good to each other, and most importantly, take care of you. Bye, everybody.